Joe, we have talked on multiple occasions about the fact that you're a pretty big science fiction fan. So let me ask you, how do you feel about a good mystery? I love mysteries. I, I you know, I, I like to, to dig in and try to figure things out. Uh, I get frustrated, though, pretty quickly. So I quit. Good to know. Well, there's a new late spot in Syracuse, but there's a catch. You don't know where it is, and you aren't exactly sure how to get in. Well, we're going to have to unravel that mystery behind what's called the Gilded Club with one of the owners this week on the 315. Digital content on WAER is supported by California Closets of Syracuse, creating custom storage solutions for all areas of the home as well as in professional offices and commercial spaces. Learn more at californiaclosets.com or by visiting their DeWitt showroom. Welcome to the 315. I'm Joe Lee. And I'm Kevin Kloss. Whether you've been listening to just one episode of the 315 or if you've been with us from the beginning, one thing should be clear. And that, Joe Lee, is that you have a taste for the finer things. Some, some people say that, you know. I, I mean, I do, like, uh, I do like nice things. Good tasting things. A good glass of wine. Nice smelling things. Bourbon. Good bourbon, good glass of wine, a nice craft cocktail. Yes, I do. So today we're chatting with Scott Friedberg, CEO of Gilded Social, but perhaps more importantly today, partner in the new late night spot in Syracuse, the Gilded Club. Scott, thanks for stopping by and chatting with us today. Thanks so much for having me. So before we get into your spot downtown, I guess I just kind of want to get your sense of what is the nightlife in Syracuse like? Obviously, you know, you opened an establishment because you wanted to be part of that. But prior to that, sort of like what are your perceptions of what nightlife in Syracuse looks like? Yeah, so my my overall thesis is that there's been some great developments on the restaurant side. And I, I think there's some great options for restaurants and places to go for lunch and dinner. I think Syracuse is constantly improving there, and I I have a bunch of local favorites. On the nightlife side, I I feel like Syracuse is really lacking, and nightlife is something that's really important for developing relationships and meeting new people and just letting people let off steam on the weekends. It's something that a city really needs, and from my perspective, I really felt that that Syracuse was lacking a a great nightlife spot. Yeah, we have a a lot of bars. I mean, you can certainly go to a bar, get a beer, uh, you can go to a restaurant and sit at their bar, but in terms of sort of stepping out, yeah, you're right. There's there is a there's something missing, and and is that how you approached this? You you took a look at the landscape and uh, decided what the need was, and said there's a need to be filled here. Yeah, it was it was it was a mix between looking at the landscape and and seeing if there was an opportunity there, and 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 also just looking at what what I know that my own network is looking for, and what I personally am looking for in a place out. I just I just didn't really have. There's places that I liked, but nothing that I really loved. So when we're talking about the Gilded Club, what are a couple of things that when you guys decided that you were going to open this spot that you wanted that were truly going to be unique for you guys? Yeah, there, there, there's a few main things. So it, it is a speakeasy concept, although we're not we're not super focused on being authentic to the 1920s. So you won't see our, our, our workers dressed up in 1920s garb. Our cocktails aren't 1920s cocktails. They're, they're modern cocktails. But what we took is the, the speakeasy concept from the Prohibition era just to add a cool experience to our space. So in order to get into the Gilded Club, you have to go through our bank vault 
And to get access, you can either decode the message, decode the access code from our social media channels, or get it through our website. So that's one piece is just that that really interest, interesting and unique way of having to get in. And from my experience going to speakeasies in other cities, that that few seconds of doubt of whether you're in the right place or whether you'll get in or not makes it extremely exciting once you're actually there. So that's something that I wanted to bring to the, Syrac- the Syracuse area. The next part is the ability to sit down with your party, have a great conversation, and not have to go up to a packed bar to get some drinks. So we have cocktail waiters and waitresses that will serve you, you and your party drinks when you're seated at a table. And lastly, creating a great ambiance and having great cocktails. Yeah. The, the, so let's just jump back a little bit. The concept of a speakeasy, um, I'm sure we'll have some folks out there who are on the younger side that don't really know what a speakeasy is. And we, we go back to the Prohibition era uh, when uh, alcohol was, was uh, forbidden and outlawed. Uh, you had to find places to gather and be social and drink. Uh, so obviously you couldn't, couldn't advertise it, right? Exactly. Um, so, so and, it, and it's funny that you mentioned that feeling when you first walk up because uh, my wife and I have been to a couple down in, in New York City. I think uh, Rain's Law Room was, was the last one we went to. It's one to. of my favorites. And, yeah, so you walk up to this thing and, and we, walk, we, we, we get up to the door and it's like, wait a minute. I don't know if this is the place and I'm afraid to knock on some stranger's door or be wrong. So we stepped out. Then we went back in. And, and once you got in, it, was, it, it actually felt like, you know, something that was slightly forbidden. And that's the feel you're going for. Exactly. And Rain, Rain's Law Room is a great example. And we took inspiration from Rain's and Dear Irving, which is owned by a uh, restaurateur named Yves Jadot. I actually had a few conversations with him. And one thing that makes those establishments so so enjoyable to go to is the fact that you don't have to go up and wait for your drinks. You get drinks served to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's that's really special. And it just it makes the experience with your friends and with your loved ones and the conversations that you have just more special and more meaningful. So will you guys or do you guys, um, are you looking, have a more inventive um, cocktail menu or are you serving some of those um, cocktail classics? Um, so so we, we're able to do all of the classics. All, all of our bartenders are well-versed in all of, all of the major cocktails, but we did a lot of research and we looked and, and we found the cocktails that we thought were, were the most interesting at some of the, the bars that we really admired and looked up to. And we took our own twist on them. So that's what our cocktail menu is today. We're thinking we're going to change it just about every quarter, talking about doing some sort of cocktail of the month. Um, but our cocktail menu is really a kind of a, a spinoff on some of the classics. So I've spent some time on your Facebook page. I would say a lot of pictures. And I assume are those pictures that are being posted are most or are all of those part of the code that you're talking about that people can crack or Unpack that a little bit for me without giving away, obviously, too much of the secret there. Exactly. And and the, the ability to crack the code through social media is something that's going to evolve just like our concept will. So it's not always going to be the same way. So we, we, we opened up with our grand opening. We shared this pretty intense teaser video that my team at Gilded Social put together. And in order to get the code through social media, if you shared that video and messaged us, we would give you the access code. So that was that was the first opportunity to get the code through social media. We're working on some other ideas that we think would be exciting for customers as well. But you always all also have the option to go to our website, gildedclub.com, to buy the code. And it's just a dollar right now, right. and it get, gets you in for the whole week. Yeah, I just went through the process. I didn't, I didn't hit buy, but I went through the process to see how to access it. 
Um, and yeah, it's a it's a dollar. So now, how do I find out where it is? Because I didn't see anything on the site that had an address. Um, there was a map for um, Armory Square. I clicked on it to see if you were dumb enough to list the name, <laughs> and you weren't. So it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. There was the map. There was Armory Square. All the businesses, but I didn't see Gilded. Uh, uh, I didn't see the, the the actual club name. So how do you find it? So we're, we are in Armory Square. And we, we kept our signage pretty discreet. So if, if you look at our social media logo, if you lo- look at the logo on the website, it's, it's the Gilded Bar. That's, that's, that's what the logo is. Um, and the logo outside of Gilded Club is, is that exact, exact same thing. So you'll, you'll notice the consistency there. But when you do buy the code, we, we follow up with an email where you receive the code and the address okay. of the location. Okay. Because uh, I'm going to go down tomorrow. I'm going to go down on a Friday with my my wife. Fantastic! I'll see uh, you there. And she's not she's not one for walking around too much and trying to hunt down things. So I need to be a little more precise uh, with that. Um, let me ask you this uh, because it's a it's a it's a fun concept, but is there any uh, hesitation, any concern about traffic um, and not getting the the traffic that you want? If, if people have to go through so much, not that it's a ton of work, but you got to go through some effort, right? Sure. Um, are you concerned about that? Maybe even, how, how does it work if, if, if someone stumbles on it as they're just walking around downtown and, and pops in? How does that get handled? Are you worried about the um, impeding traffic at all? So as, as a business owner, we always have to think about it from a business perspective, and you don't want to make it so difficult to get in that it's prohibitive for, for customers to to patronize your business, that would that would be a pretty bad business model. At the same time, the experience that that we both experienced at Rain's Law Room and other other places, you can't give away too much because then the customer doesn't get that experience. So it's really all about finding that happy medium between mm-hmm. the two. I'm not sure if we're there. We think we think we're there. Mm-hmm. We're willing to evolve. We're we're not stubborn. We're always willing to evolve and move with the market. But I will say, and we're extremely grateful for it. Last weekend, Friday and Saturday night, we had a line of over 30 people for several hours. Wow. Um, so we definitely built up a lot of buzz and a lot of interest. And, you know, we're going to do everything we can to make sure that people have a great experience and want to come back. Well, not that I'm looking for favors, but the fact that you're sitting here, I won't have to wait in line, will I? I got you. All right. <laughs> I think the concept of this is really cool. When I first heard about it, you know, I reached out to Joe and I said, we got to bring somebody in to talk about this. This is awesome. My one hesitation or concern would be, from a community reaction standpoint, is anyone trying to ruin the surprise? Or have people been been pretty cool about they get the code and not all of a sudden saying, hey, this is where Gilded Club is? Or how are people handling the responsibility of the secret? Absolutely. And, and people have been pretty discreet about it. One, one of the things is that the, the code isn't a secret when it's coming from one of our customers. So... Our customers can share it, and, and we might talk about this a bit more, but we've created this storyline where we have this gangster banker who's kind of the owner of Gilded Club and the Gilded Bank, and we're okay with our customers acting like gangsters and kind of gaming the system a little bit. So if you want to buy the code and share it with your friends, that's completely fine with us. The code is, is more about creating an experience and less about confining people or making the dollar. It's really about the experience that we're giving customers. So if they want to be gangsters and share the code with their friends, we're not gonna we're not gonna say no. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. So you go on the website. There is the uh, the there's a I think it's animated um, the the gangster and the gilded lady. What's the story there? How did you come up with that concept? Um, I think it's pretty cool marketing. Thank you. I appreciate it. So the the start of it was so we we work in a marketing company and we help companies with branding and social media and websites and you know all all the way to traditional marketing. And one thing that we observed is that. When a company is just starting out, they put a lot of energy and emotion into their brand and the way that their brand is portrayed to customers and the design of their locations. And all of that creativity, and uh, this, this is a generality, but it's, it's almost always true, all of, all of that creativity stops once they open. Unless they're doing a rebrand, there's really no more creativity that goes into the brand. So we have our brand, and our brand was kind of set, and we kind of pulled it from our, our gilded social brand. But we wanted to create something that can evolve over time and set us apart from other companies. So we decided to create characters and develop a storyline that attaches customers to our business more than just a logo would and can also evolve over time on our website and on our social media presence. So the story is Nikki Santoro, who is the gilded banker who you'll see on our website. Um, you'll see him inside Gilded Club if, if you decide to check it out. Um, and also eventually on our social media presence, he was getting a little sick and tired with uh, the IRS and paying taxes. And, you know, he was really looking for a way to make some extra money. He wasn't he wasn't making enough money to, let's, let's say, bring home the bacon. So he decided to open a speakeasy behind his bank. And that's what Gilded Club is. And we've taken the storyline a little bit further than that. So we added a character called the Gilded Lady, which is his wife who also lives inside Gilded Club in the form of a six-foot statue. She's animated and also exists on the website. And also, when you get into Gilded Club, you'll see these newspaper clippings that start this storyline. So not only has Nikki Santoro, the Gilded Banker, created this illegal speakeasy in the Prohibition era behind his bank, he's also gone ahead and robbed the Syracuse Savings Bank, gotten arrested, <laughs> and escaped from jail. And that that's where the story's at today. So we're going to we're going to continue carrying on from there, but that, that's where we're starting off. <laughs> so, look, you, you walk in the doors. You, you're going to see the six-foot gilded lady. Uh, tell us what else we can expect. What's the decor like? Uh, what's the vibe like? Uh, the ambience like in there? What, what, what happens when I walk through the doors? Absolutely. Um, so one, one of the key components is we have, we have a lot of seating because that's something that's really important that you can sit down and enjoy conversations with your friends. And we think you really need seating to be able to do that well. And if you're going to encourage people to sit, you have to have the cocktail waitress service to accompany that. So that's one thing. We also worked hand-in-hand -hand with the Syracuse Antique Exchange and, and Matt Pastor over there. So we have a lot of antiques that I'm not sure if they're exactly from the 1920s, but they... For, for all the customer is, is going to analyze, you know, it, it gives you that kind of look and feel. So we did pull in some of that old, the older look, but we tied it together with modern lighting. So it's kind of a, a, as we say, a fusion between the 1920s and today. Okay. Now you talked about the, the video that you guys put together kind of as that teaser before you guys open, you know, just with the with the overall model here, with the story and sort of the signage that would maybe clue people into if they're outside of your spot, but still kind of having the address not publicly out there, when you were getting ready to launch outside of the video, what kind of marketing or promotion were you able to do given that the address is not public right now? 
Absolutely. Well, opening a business like this, and and I I can't say this was an intentional part of our marketing approach, but opening a business takes a lot of time. There's there's a lot of steps that you have to go through. So we've been working on it for about a year and a half, and we've been running our social media and posting every day for about that same time. So there was a lot of buildup going on over, over this period of time. So that's one thing. About a year ago, we also had a rooftop event on the Merchants Commons building where we had uh, quite a few people there with entertainment, and we built up a lot of hype then. So that was a big piece of it. Social media has been a really big part of our marketing approach. It's really a mix of social media, our website, which is going to tie in with email, and then word of mouth. Syracuse is a really tight-knit community, and the relationships that you have with people it really extend. So it's it's... It's the type of community where word of mouth really does get the word out, and people are excited to support new businesses here. How did you get to this point? Uh, tell us a little bit about your background and how you uh, came to be a part of, uh, of this business. Absolutely. So I, I came to, to Syracuse University. I'm actually from a town called Fairlawn in northern New Jersey, and I came to Syracuse University for the entrepreneurship program. I started Gilded Social my sophomore year there, which is about eight years ago. So, yeah, because you've mentioned that before. So, Gilded Social is something entirely different from the the Gilded Club. Exactly. Okay. So, you t- continue. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. Gilded no, Social. Yeah. So, I started Gilded Social about eight years ago. I've been growing it, growing it ever since. Uh, we're a team. What of, is it? So, we're we're a full service marketing company. So, we help businesses with everything from. So, so I'm sorry. So, Gilded Social is the marketing company. Exactly. Okay, got it. Exactly. Um, so we're a full-service marketing company. We help businesses with everything from photos, videos, graphic design, copywriting, posting on social media, growing social media followings, social media advertising, search engine advertising, websites, email, and traditional marketing. So that's 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 the suite of services from Gilded Social. We're a team of six right now. We're actually hiring our seventh employee right now, and you know we're really excited about it. We work with companies in Syracuse and, and all across the country, actually. Um, and the, the vision is actually to grow the Gilded brand into new businesses and new industries, so not necessarily in marketing. Um, and, and that's kind of where Gilded Club came from. So Rob, Rob Bidwell is actually a, a client of Gilded Social, and we've, we've been friends for several years. And he had just purchased a building in downtown Syracuse, and we're actually just having a beer together hanging out. And I asked him what he was doing with the retail space in the building, just kind of figuring that he already had a plan for it. And he didn't have a plan yet, and he asked if I wanted to meet and check out the space. Uh, We met there for, this is about a year and a half ago, we met there uh, just about every week, just sitting down there talking about different ideas that might be good for the space and might be great for Syracuse. And we came on on to the speakeasy idea and decided Gilded Club would be a great brand name for it. That's that's. That's that's really great. I mean, I love entrepreneurial stories. Um, so, uh, and I'm and I'm glad that you guys brought this concept to to Syracuse because I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Are you going? You going to go? Well, this actually brings me to to a, something I wanted to ask you. So, no, they at, don't take kids. I if was just going to say, if you're <laughs> trying to drag your two year old at there. the ripe age of 33, along with my wife and two small children, you know. If we're going to go out, it kind of has to be a streamlined process for, for my wife and I. Who are you ideally targeting, given that even if it, it, it's a small layer, there is an extra layer of commitment that goes into getting into your establishment. 
with that in mind, who are you targeting? Are you targeting someone like me who's desperate for that night out away from the kids? Or someone like Joe, maybe a tad more seasoned in life, shall we say? By seasoned, he means gray. Old. I don't see. I don't see any grays up there. So, so the the, the target market, and, and I believe in Syracuse, a, a city like Syracuse, that you know, it's. I'm not saying it's not a small city, but it's not a big city, and I, I, I think you sort of have to have a sense of mass appeal. I don't know that focusing on one particular niche is a, is a great business model. So. We're trying to appeal to to the city of Syracuse, and we've we've designed the business and and the the menu items and the pricing to appeal to this city, and we've we've been really cognizant of that. So, the to answer your question, the goal is to appeal to everybody. Is there food? So, food food is definitely not the focus of Gilded Club. <laughs> no, so we're we're def, we're definitely a drinks first place, similar to Rain's Law Room mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and other speakeasies in in the major cities. So as of right now, we have a flatbread pizza, which everyone has been absolutely loving, and we're in the process of expanding that to about six or seven more options. Okay. You, you have to have something to soak up the alcohol. You do. <laughs> and, and, and the way I describe it is that we don't want people to come to Gilded Club for food, but after you have a couple drinks, you should be able to get a couple, a, a, a couple of quick bites in there. I think that's a great way to do it. Uh, you know, Rain's Law Room, one of the, so you, you talked about being able to sit and, and, and be served. Um, I think in Rain's Law Room, when you're ready for a drink, you flick a switch and the light goes on so they know. Do you, is there a uh, indicator in there to, to let folks know that, that I'm ready for my next round? Some, something that we're considering. Okay. Okay. It's just really interesting. If you've never been to a, a speakeasy, it really is a fun. See, I've never gone, so it's just interesting to hear, Scott, you kind of talk about what you're trying to model this after and then having you talk about that one in New York City where you said you didn't even know if you're in the right place. How long does that go on for? How long? I mean, like how long before, how far inside do I have to get before I go, okay, I'm not walking into like no, a random house. We, so uh, if uh, correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but Reigns, I think you walk down a small set of steps. So it's a basement level. Exactly. And uh, so we walked down, walked up, and then walked a few yards uh, either direction to to mm-hmm. look at the looking for a sign. We're looking for something that says Rain's right. Law Room, and we didn't see anything. So we went back and said, "This this has to be it." And uh, you know, to hell with it if we're wrong. And 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 then I think they open a little slot. <laughs> you know, it's like and, and ask how many in your party. Then they close the slot. Then there's a few minutes. It's like. You know, you're like left. You don't know if you've been rejected. You don't know if you've been rejected, and then the door opens up and they show you to your table. So it's pretty. It's it's pretty cool. It's it is a it's a fun experience. Is there a similar treatment if I was to make my way to Gilded Club? <laughs> do I do I get the slot and then the few minutes of wait, or is it a little more a little more direct? So the 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 bank vault that we we actually had a bank vault door custom built. So the bank vault is our our parallel to that slot mm-hmm. and to that experience. And I I think one of the the interesting contrasts because. I, if if you're listening to it the first time, it might feel like people are being excluded or it's trying to be elitist. Mm-hmm. And it's really the exact opposite of that. So there's there's no dress code. Everyone's welcome at Gilded Club. This is all about creating a fun experience for people so that they have a great time and a great night. It's not about excluding everyone. Everyone is welcome at Gilded Club. We just want to make sure you have that great experience and that that few seconds of not knowing whether you're going to get in or not knowing when, whether you're at the right place or not knowing you know what's going to happen next 
is what makes it exciting, what makes that experience great. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because we certainly don't want to give mm-hmm. the wrong impression uh, that that there is some exclusivity um, uh, because it, it is it's just a, it's a concept. And it's a, a nice, fun way um, to, to go out. And certainly we don't have anything here like that. So it, it could be a very uh, fun evening. Now, there is a space downstairs from uh, Oh My Darling. I don't know if, they tr- if they're they trying to make that a, a speakeasy. Uh, have you ever been in that space? Yeah, uh, it's called it's called The Fitz. It's a speakeasy. And is it's, it? Yeah, it's, it's another great spot in downtown Syracuse. And, and like I said, there's there's been a lot of movement in the restaurant space. And they added another restaurant, and their restaurant's beautiful. And they have The Fitz downstairs. And, you know, we're, we're glad to have other, other great bars in Syracuse. Yeah, yeah. So very cool, very cool. I don't expect you to give the location as we wrap up, but... Um, I'm buying my code tonight. Hours-wise, assuming someone can find your location... Uh, what are the hours you guys are open? So we're open Wednesday through Sunday. Wednesday and Sunday, it's 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. All right, Scott Freeberg from Gilded Club. Thanks so much for stopping by. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Thank you. Thank you. The Banker, the Gilded Lady, and the Access Code. Get the lowdown on all that you need to know to get into Gilded Club at gildedclub.com. Keep up with the 315 and never miss an episode. You can subscribe to the podcast for free, automatic delivery of new episodes. It's available in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Just search for The 315. The 315 is a production of WAER Syracuse Public Media. You can find past episodes and check out other WAER original podcasts at WAER.org. I'm Kevin Kloss. And I'm Joe Lee. Thanks for listening.